and welcome to another episode of Offbeat Grad. I hope you all are having a lovely Thursday. And so I wanted to thank everyone for the positive feedback from last week's, well, the last two weeks episode um, where we talked about mental health. Um, a lot of people reached out to me that they really enjoyed that conversation and I'm really glad because <laughs> it was definitely helpful for me to put that out there. And I like that you enjoyed it, <laughs> which sounds good. Anyway, um, on this week's episode, I have Charlotte from This Girl Knows It, and we're going to talk about something that I have been hinting at a few times on different podcasts with other people, but we've never really gone in depth, and I think it's a pretty confusing topic, so like, let's get it all out there. So we're going to be talking about blog rebrands, which I know won't apply to everyone, so if this doesn't apply to you, then I'm sorry. But if it does, and you do think you might be considering a rebrand in the near future, um, we've got a lot of interesting things we bring up, um, tips for how to do it successfully, as well as reasons you should actually even consider a rebrand, because there are other things that might be a better fit, since you're going to see that rebranding is not easy. Um, It is not very simple or fun, so it's not something you should do lightly. I've rebranded my own blog, and Charlotte's rebranded her blog twice. So we have some good tips for you. And okay, FYI, fun disclaimer, this was recorded on my portable um, microphone, which I've never used before. And so it's not going to sound 100% the same as like my usual setup where I have a nicer microphone. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. Wow, I'm really selling this. Um, It just sounds a little different. So if you're like, why is the mic a little different than usual? That is why. Also, we recorded this at a rest stop. (laughs) on i-95 so that also contributed to the strangeness and yeah um here we go so you could start by introducing yourself hi everyone my name's charlotte i blog over at thisgirlknowsit.com and i blog about blogging and travel yes so if you could start by sharing your blogging journey with everyone for those who aren't familiar with it Yeah, so I started out as a college blogger in January 2017. Um, My site was originally called Letters from Sunshine, and then I rebranded it a few months later to Forever Charlotte Nicole. And then I rebranded it again um, a month or two ago. I think it was like December 2018? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, so I rebranded it to This Girl Knows It, and I completely stopped blogging about college and then moved on to blogging and travel. Yeah, I did that too. I also started blogging about college, and then I changed it uh, last summer-ish to more about freelancing and blogging, and now I have this podcast, so y'all know the drill. And I've talked to a few of my other guests before about um, rebranding, but I figured Charlotte has a really good grip on it because she's done it twice now. So That makes it sound so bad, though. Like, I've done it twice. That's okay. Like, I mean, you've been blogging long enough. It's not that weird. I think everyone everyone has to have, like, a moment where they're like, hmm, not into this. I think that's normal, especially when you're in college. So it's not that weird. Um, So, yeah, today we're going to talk about rebranding tips. So we wanted to start with um, reasons why you should rebrand in the first place because, I mean, a lot of people jump right into rebranding when they might really need to do, like, a redesign. And Charlotte explained this to me, and I thought it was a pretty good idea, so I'm going to make her explain it. Okay. (laughs) Um, So the first one, like, for me, I rebranded because I was no longer enjoying my my niche. Niche, right? I I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I was blogging about college for a long time and the first time I rebranded I just 
I still didn't like it, but I felt like I needed to stick with it. Like, I was in college. I should be blogging about college. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true for most people who are in college. Even if they're not blogging specifically about college, you feel like you need to talk to college students, even if you're doing, like, fashion or whatever, because you're like, oh, I'm in college. Like, that's all I know. Yeah. Like, you're a part of that audience, so you feel like you need to be yeah, addressing. Yeah. confusing. And then I, the problem with college is it always ends. Like, no one's in college forever. So when you choose that niche, you're sort of, like, choosing it temporarily, unless you just really commit to it long term but I can't no thanks yeah but what's the difference between a rebrand and a redesign well I think like a re a rebrand is like where you change like the core essence of your blog yeah like if the content like if someone who hasn't been to your blog in a while comes back to it and they're expecting something but then that something has changed that's a rebrand yeah but like a redesign is like if I just like change the logo and the theme and the colors like the content's all going to be the same it's just how it looks on the website is different yeah I've done both (laughs) I've done both um I think a redesign is good every once in a while um a little bit I don't think you should go crazy unless you're doing a full rebrand and then you which is what you did (laughs) which is when sometimes you do need to change like those elements because they don't fit anymore so you need to like change them around Especially your logo. You even changed the name, so we're going to get into that. But yeah, let's talk more about reasons why you should even consider a rebrand in the first place. Because it's probably not something you want to jump into. Because once you start building an audience, it's pretty confusing. If you're like, oh, suddenly I don't do this anymore. Uh Uh-huh, awkward. But like, sometimes you have to. So here's why you should. And you just said when you're not a part of the audience anymore. Yeah. Or you just like feel like that audience doesn't fit you. Because obviously you're still in college, but you don't want to blog about college. Like, that's fair. Um, College blogging is a little oversaturated. Um, It can feel really repetitive if you're in it now. Not that you shouldn't be in it now. If you want to blog about college, go for it. It's just sort of hard to feel motivated when you see, like, 15 posts about, like, study tips and that kind of thing, you know? Like, I feel like if you have, like, a very unique way that hasn't been talked about before, it's okay. Yeah. But I feel like... That's a lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) Like, do you really want to go, like, that far to find a unique perspective on every little thing? I don't know. There's definitely a market for it, but I, I just wasn't for me. Yeah, like, every time I did it, like, I'd go to college, I'd be in my college classes all day, and then I'd go home, and I'd be trying to write about college, but I feel like I wasn't having an experience that wasn't, like, any more unique than some students in terms of, like, college classes go, except for, like, I think I was in more studio classes than, like, other college students. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could talk more about that. But yeah. if you're if but you're doing I, I it all day, who really wants to? Yeah, I think I did, like, one post about it. Oh. Like, it, surviving long classes. Because all my classes were, like, three hours long each. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mine were, like, an hour. Which I think is normal. Yeah. That sucks. But, okay, what's our next tip for a reason why you should consider a rebrand? Um, This one is, like, more of, like, a soft rebrand. It's if you want to, like, expand what your, expand past what your current brand is. Yeah, so, like, if you wanted to add something to what you already do? Yeah. Right. So, I sort of did that because I kept my college posts because I didn't want to delete them because it was too much work. But now I've just sort of pushed those a little bit in the corner and I also talk about other things. But it would be much simpler if I wanted to keep talking about college while also incorporating other elements. Yeah. Like, the first rebrand I did, I considered it more of, like, a soft rebrand because I was still, like, the majority of my posts were about college but I think I added travel in there. So I talked a little bit about my trip to England and then St. Augustine. And then mm-hmm. um, I had a Colorado post in there. 
but the majority of it stayed college posts. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, what you call it, a soft rebrand. A good idea if you're, like, not sure yeah. that you're ready to commit to, like, a full new topic, but you're like, I want to try it. Like, maybe just try it a little bit. See if you really like it yeah. before you, like, commit to changing everything because yeah. you can't really go back once you do it. So it's better yeah. to try it, like, in a, a little bit and see how it goes. And plus, it gives, like, your audience the chance to see whether they like those types of posts from yes, you. For and sure. then you can also start drawing that new audience in. Yes. And then it's not as much of a shock when you're like, oh, hey, guys, I'm into this now. And they're like, what? Yeah. You only posted about gardening. And now you're suddenly a cooking guru. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's confusing. I mean, if you're go if you're talking about stuff that you like, how to cook stuff that you got out of gardened, yeah. You know what? That could work, but um, that's probably very niche. Like, I don't know that many people who are doing that, but um, sounds great. Uh, yeah. So, soft rebrand is definitely a good option. But what is another one? If it doesn't fit with your goals as a blogger, right? So, explain that further, because I don't have goals as a blogger. Well, like I mean, I'm trying to like. <laughs> really grow my blog and college blogging just wasn't fitting with those goals like I knew where I wanted my blog to go to go where I wanted it to go yeah but it's just like my everything I was like doing and was working on and was writing about just it didn't fit with that and I couldn't find a way to make it work so I just figured a full-on rebrand was the best thing for me yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. I don't take the time to think about my goals because I'm the worst. <laughs> so I can't relate to that. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think it's good to always sit down and just think about your goals. Um, not even related to a rebrand. Just probably a good thing to do in general. Um, take my advice, even though I don't follow it. And that's <laughs> that. <laughs> I think it is good. Um, so that makes sense. Solid. Nice. Yeah. Next. Oh, I think that was all of them. <laughs> oh, well, those are true. So I don't know. I just think it's a good thing to really think about whether or not you're going in the right direction before you um, choose a rebrand because it's not really a small thing. It's going to take a lot of time. It's sort of like setting up your blog all over again. Yeah. Because you're going to have to change your colors, your design, maybe. Um, maybe the name. You're going to have to figure out new keywords, new blog post ideas, maybe new guest post ideas do a lot of research like that takes a long time yeah and it's expensive it is like I had to get a new um new url so it's like I'm paying I think about 45 dollars a year for these three different urls that are all directing to the one I have now that way I didn't lose the um the traffic from the other posts that are still oh, yeah, on Pinterest good point. yeah so it's like if I had just like found one name and stuck with it I would have been saving myself like 30 bucks a year yeah, that's for sure true. That's something to keep in yeah. mind if you're going to change the URL, which is hard. Um, but also, you'll have to worry about maybe a new theme or, um, I don't know, new tools if you need some tools to help you migrate things. Like, it's not a easy task. It's not like you just post something and you're like, hey, guys, yeah. I'm just going to do this now. You have to do a lot of research, and it takes a lot of time. So yeah. definitely tread lightly. It might not be the best choice for you. Um, it might be better to like softly transition into something else or just sort of make it work. I don't want to be like blog about what you don't like, but like maybe you can um, find a way to relate it to what you already blog about. So just think about it. But sometimes a rebrand is necessary, which I did. 
and Charlotte did and a lot of people have done and you can definitely do it successfully it's just going to take a little bit of time so be careful and a lot of planning yeah that's definitely the hardest part I, and it's a little bit scary too because you're like you've built this audience and you know what they like and now suddenly you're going to be like oh I hope y'all like this and it's a little awkward and you're just afraid that everyone's going to be like please stop and <laughs> at yeah. least that's what I felt I was really afraid to relaunch my blog with all my different content because I was changing so much and it felt sort of weird because I'd made such like a successful blog with college like it was so profitable for me that it was risky to be like I'm gonna just not do this anymore and I don't make any money off my blog now <laughs> for that I used to get like a ton of sponsored posts for college and like in the post-grad category there's not really many brands who are like I want to target these weird kids who are like in between college and life so that was a sacrifice yeah. But yes, we have a lot of tips for how to successfully actually rebrand your blog without failing. Yes. Um, the first one is to make sure you keep your old blog posts. Yes. Oh, I feel so strongly about this. Yeah. Because for in terms of SEO, like it helps because like you have those posts established. Plus, if you already have them pinned on Pinterest, like every time, especially if you've like built up like I did over almost two years. Mm hmm. And then all of a sudden, if someone clicks on them, and then, like, those don't, posts don't exist anymore. Yeah, that's not good. You don't want yeah. that. It's going to look very bad for your site. And then, like, every time they do see other posts from your site, even if they're new ones and they are live, they're going to think it's going to be a big waste of time to click on it because they're going to be gone. They're, yeah. They're going to be gone. As a blogger who's really active on Pinterest, I never... If I, like, click on the link or I have a failed link that doesn't... Or a Pinterest pin that won't post, I, like, won't reblog repin that blogger because I don't trust them anymore yeah because like with Tailwind it'll be like oh this URL is invalid and I'll be like what the heck so if that keeps happening like I'm not going to keep reblogging these like I don't have yeah. time for that and it's a waste of everyone's time and also for SEO purposes don't think it's as simple as just copying your content to your new website because that is a major no-no Google will think you are stealing the content and it will punish you so you can't just simply copy it over so you can't, there's no like, if that's the problem with the rebrand, it's not easy. So you can't just copy it over to like your new website or anything like that. You're going to need to migrate it legitimately. And it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> so be careful with your old blog posts. Definitely don't delete them. A good option is to do, um, like Charlotte said, a redirect for your URL. So it's not like you're stranding, stranding? I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, those uh, other people who are clicking on your posts, whether you're linked from another website or Pinterest or social media, whatever, like you want them to have a page to go to. Yeah. And like if if you're self-hosted, which I always encourage, yes, you can just like get on the um, the little support site. And like mm -hmm. I've even had them where it's like they'll do it for me. Like, yeah, they oh, will do it yeah. for you. Yeah, and it's so much simpler because they'll just be like, okay, just give me five minutes. And then they'll hop back on and be like, okay, everything's like redirected now and I'm yeah, like thanks that's definitely a good option most hosts will do that for you but either way you can probably just google like changing urls or url redirect whatever your host is they'll do it also there's a wordpress plugin yeah. um so there's a lot of options just make sure you're not deleting anything don't yeah. delete anything <laughs> like you can put them in like another category like you don't have to have the category even on like the like where on your main site where they can mm -hmm. see it just have yes. it like all in one place so it's you have that work there I did this too because I used to have my college stuff spread out over my whole website like with all these different categories and drop downs I just 
took those all away. It was like study, like study abroad, whatever, like, I don't know, working in college, stuff like that. All those different like navigations. Nope. Now it's just one. It's just college. Yeah. It's alone. Then I have several for my new stuff. Like that's a good way to, to keep your old content alive. Like you might have some old visitors who still want to see that stuff. Yeah. Keep it there. Just push it in the corner. I just think of it as like me shoving it in the closet, closing the door. <laughs> it's still there, but I'm not like actively interacting with it. But yeah. it's still there for like SEO purposes, for links, stuff like that. Um, that's the easiest way to do it. Don't delete anything. That's all yeah. I have to say. It's <laughs> like I know when I rebranded, I went and I like wiped out two or three of different categories and just merged them all into one. I eliminated a bunch of tags. I just made it simple. Mm-hmm. Just all, yeah, all I in did one that place. Too. I got rid of categories and tags yeah. that weren't being used. But that's fine. Like none of that really matters anyway if you're not going to be posting in that stuff anymore. Yeah. So I was just like, we're going to push this to the side. Nothing else changed. Everything else is there. Good job. Next tip. Yes. Um, so let your followers know what's happening, like that you're doing a rebrand, mm-hmm. what they can expect, what might be changing. Yes. And this is good on social media, especially like Instagram's a good place to talk about this. Your Facebook page is a good place to talk about this. And I would just keep them in the loop. Be like, hey, I'm planning to shift my focus to this. It's also good to ask them questions. Instagram lets you do this really easily. Um, you can post it to your story or whatever and just be like, oh, um, is anyone interested in these topics? It's a good way to see what your audience is interested in. Um, that's always good. I think that's the best way to keep them updated. But you definitely want to give them a chance to unfollow you, if that makes sense. But, like, if yeah. you're on Pinterest and you post study tips every day and then you randomly start pick- posting, like, selfies of your makeup and you're like, I'm a makeup guru. Like, they probably aren't that interested in that. And that's Okay. And that's just you being like, okay, I'm rebranding. So if this is no longer a thing, then that's cool. And we will part ways. And I noticed that a lot when I did it through my mailing list, especially. Um, I posted an email about how I was deciding to switch from blogging about college to blogging about freelancing and stuff. And I lost some subscribers. And that's okay. And I told them this. I was like, here's what's happening. Click here to unsubscribe. It's sort of like letting them know that I'm moving on from this one topic, and if they want to see college stuff, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But that's okay, and it's sort of hard to face that, I guess. I mean, like, in terms of numbers, yeah, but at least, like, you know you have, like, your 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 core audience is still yeah, there. Yeah, that's more important. Audience. It's better to have targeted audience yeah. than just people who are straggling on. Yeah, because at that point, it's almost as bad as fake followers, because, like, you're mm-hmm. not going to, no one's going to be engaging with your content or getting anything out of it. Yeah, I completely agree. That's yeah. why I think it's best to just be upfront about it. It can feel intimidating, like, you need to hide it a little bit, because you don't want to scare people away, but at the same time, like, you don't want people following you if they're not interested in your content. So just tell them, and that if they don't want to, don't want to do with it, that's totally cool because you'll find new people who do. Yeah, and let people know like all of your new social media hand- social media handles. Oh yeah, yours changed. Yeah, like I'm so glad though because like in both of like the previous two names of the blog, like none of them matched on any of the social media platforms. It was always something different, that. and now they're all the same, and I'm so glad. That's good. Yeah. But when I was doing it, I was terrified that, like, I would do a post, and if someone didn't recognize the name, they would automatically unfollow. Yes, I have this fear as well. But I think, I, I don't know, I feel like people don't pay that close attention for the most part. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I only notice that for ones that I'm really, really engaged with. Yeah. Like, if I still like the content, I'll be like, oh, okay. 
But otherwise, if it stands out to me, I will probably unfollow. I'm like that. It just, like, throws me off so bad sometimes. I'm like, who is this? Like, Yes, that's definitely a thing. Yeah. Also, like, before you start the rebrand, make sure you, like, have a plan of, like, what you're doing. Like, start a mood board. Like, figure out, like, what you're doing, where you're going with it. Mm Because I feel like some people, they're just like, okay, I'm going to rebrand to this. And then they just, like automatically go into it and have like no idea what they're doing yeah you definitely that's why we were talking about the planning earlier that's like probably the most important part because if you don't know where you're going like you're not going to do it very well yeah like it's like when you're starting your vlog in the first place you need to know what you're doing and I think the mood board is a great idea also a style guide just with like these are the colors I use now these are the fonts I use now stuff like that It'll help make it a lot easier when you need to stay consistent because right as of this moment, you're not very consistent and you need to be consistent. Yeah. Consistency is key. Yeah. It's definitely important. So that'll help you be more consistent even if you weren't for this one moment for your rebrand. At least you'll be consistent from here on out. Yeah. And then also I feel like having someone critique that, like once you've like figured out what you kind of want to do with the rebrand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to get fresh eyes, especially, that's with any brand, I think, new or or old, I guess. It's always good to have someone else look at it and be like, okay, what do you think of when you see this? Especially with, like, logos and stuff, because when you design something yourself, you're, like, in such a bubble with it, and you don't really know what you're looking at. You feel like it's, like, the best thing ever. I do that (laughs) so much with, like, some of my old designs. I'm like, it looks so awful, but, like... At the time, I thought it was, like, the best thing ever. Yes, I know what you mean. I hate that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Looking at my old Pinterest graphics makes me think that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I used to brag to people about it, too, and I would show it to them, and I'd be like, (laughs) I'm a graphic designer, and it's so cringy. (laughs) I think everyone goes through that. Yeah. I still do it. I'm going to look back on this in 10 years and be like, why? Yeah. That's going to be me in this podcast in, like, two years of my life. I'm going to look back at it and be like, why? No. (laughs) I know that's going to happen. It's okay. I've accepted it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what else? Um, I feel like creating, like, a... Well, we already kind of covered this, but just creating, like, a plan for how things... Like, how you're going to do the rebrand. Like, are you going to do new content first and then do the theme later? Or are you going to, instead, mm-hmm. like, do the new theme first and then gradually move into that new content? Yeah, this or, might be a good time to do, like, a hiatus. You did a hiatus, didn't yeah. you? So how did that go? Well, I did a hiatus for the fall semester. So basically all summer, I would just stay up until, like, 2 in the morning writing blog posts. And they would be awful because I wrote them at 2 in the morning. <laughs> but I was trying to write, like, 2 or 3 a day. And I would just space them out. And I kind of put them on pause during the rebrand so that I could, like, have it... Whenever I, I didn't want to, like, design the graphics with, like, the name on the bottom and then, like, go back a month later and, like, yeah. redo it with the new name. But I had it to where I was consistently posting new content even though I was not, like, I hadn't writ- actually written a blog post in months. Mm-hmm. That way I could focus on um, doing the rebrand because I spent, like, three months planning out this rebrand, like, figuring out what name I was going to use, figuring out... um fonts colors like themes it took me forever to find a theme don't i know it no it really did take you forever i, I remember yeah but <laughs> it takes me a while to find them too but yeah it really took you yeah. a long time that's well, funny like, the one i wanted originally it was like a hundred dollars no and don't I was, pay like, that yeah i didn't i no, did that's not too much 
It was. Um, yeah, it is hard to find stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I think a hiatus is good so that you can sort of figure it out. It's confusing if you're, like, changing the colors and the stuff and, like, starting to post randomly new stuff. Like, that's confusing. Yeah. It's, like, too much at once. To it really... is. It is a lot um, for your followers. Um, I think it's good to have a few posts ready so that when you um, do the rebrand, like, when you actually launch, it's not just, like, I'm going to start doing this, but I haven't done anything yet. Yeah. It's, like, I'm doing this. Here's the next three posts that I already have, like, yeah. ready to go. Like, here's what's coming next. Um, that makes a little more sense. And then if some new person visits your blog, it's not just, like, what the heck am I looking at? There's, like, some consistency to it. Yeah. I think that's good. Because, like, for me, I didn't want to start marketing as, like, whenever I rebranded, I didn't want to market it as, like, a blogging and travel blog. But mm-hmm. then whenever people go to my site, they just see, like, a ton of college posts. Exactly. That's, like, like really confusing. Make, yeah. They're, like, I think she's sense. confused. So <laughs> it's better yeah. to have a few out there. So you're, like, okay, she's actually on the track here. Yeah. Than just being, like, oh, she's a college blogger who randomly says that she talks about travel, but there's nothing. Yeah, I think I had, like, three or four travel posts, like, before I, like, fully rebranded, but Mm -hmm. even then, those were, like, months beforehand. Yeah. So it wouldn't have worked out. Again, planning is good. (laughs) Planning is always the answer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you definitely did a lot of planning. Yeah. I didn't do And procrastination. I mean, they go hand in hand. (laughs) So that's true. Do we have any more tips? Yes. Um... Guest posting on um, blogs in your new niche. Yeah, that's important. It should go with your planning, I guess. But it will establish you more as an authority instead of just being like, oh, I'm a travel blogger and I've written two travel posts. Yeah. It's I'm a travel blogger and I'm now publishing on these other websites to show that I am not making this up. Yeah. And it helps build your SEO. Yes. It's the number one thing to build your SEO, actually. So it's great, but that goes along with, I think our next tip is to research your niche. Yes. um, And actually know (laughs) what you're doing. For me, that means like following the top people. So when I switched to like freelancing as a niche, if that even makes sense, I would, I would follow a lot of the top like freelance bloggers or entrepreneurial bloggers, like people like that, because they sort of know what's going on and they will also connect you with a good audience. Look, it's raining. Oh, fun. Ambient music. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I like to follow the influencers in that niche. It helps me a lot. Yes. It also helps because then you can also see where there's gaps in terms of the content. And then you can just like start working on content in that area. And then it helps like build up your reputation in that niche. Yeah, for sure. Um, I still am sort of in between, I guess. Um, For me, that meant joining a lot of new group boards on Pinterest, new tribes on Tailwind. Um, sometimes you'll need to keep some of the old ones um, if you're, like, pinning those contents still. I still pin college content all the time. Yeah, same. But I also now do entrepreneurial content, and I sort of do both, and that meant I needed to leave some college boards and join some new ones, kept some, joined others. Sort of a balancing act. Yeah. But I think that helps with the transition. Yeah, because sometimes, like, it, like, your content from before the rebrand and the content from the rebrand sometimes they can like bridge over yeah for like sure. i had a post i just published a few days ago and it's about um building an online presence through like blogging and social media and everything that will help advance your career search mm-hmm. and it works both ways like career building in college and then also career building in the blogging world yeah that's definitely both yeah you'll find that a lot I also still do a lot of entrepreneurial posts for college students and stuff like that. (laughs) Like, I still find those 
those connections. And I think that's good. Um, I don't think niches need to be this like hard and fast rule. So just do what works. But yeah, definitely become a part of that, of that community. Yeah. What else we got? Um, so we have promoting the rebrand. Yeah, that's a thing. So what do you do to promote your rebrand? Um, it's a good question. So whenever I first rebranded, I did an entire post on why I rebranded again. (laughs) You can have a whole category on your website called why I (laughs) rebranded. Yes. Well, I have that series coming up and it's four different parts and it's completely on rebrands. Well, there you go. It's like, I I feel qualified on this, I guess. I mean, I've gone through two. So (laughs) that is a lot more than most people. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think a post is definitely what you should do. You should also post on social media. If you have an email list, use that. Um, Yeah. But that's when it it comes in handy to have several other posts already in that niche. So you can be like, oh, and, and if you want more, like read these. Yeah. That kind of thing. But, yeah, you definitely have to let people know. And then I think just be consistent. Like, it's not going to be a a raging success overnight. Just be like, okay, well, now I'm doing this. And just keep doing it. Like, keep promoting it. Being like, oh, we're doing this now. You might have to say it a few times. Yeah. Especially on, like, Instagram and stuff for people to really get it. And that's fine. Just keep going at it. Um, And you sort of have to trust your gut and just keep moving even if it feels awkward because it will feel awkward and that's okay. Yeah, because in a way you're almost like starting over and so you kind of have to... Yeah, it is like starting over. Yeah, and like some people like, because of the way the algorithms work, your posts don't always show. I know, I And so, yeah. So people probably won't see it the first time and you'll have to do it again. And again. And you just (laughs) keep at it because eventually it will feel normal and then you won't have to say it anymore. Yeah. And that's that's it. <laughs> it's not rocket science. It feels like it, though, sometimes. I know. That's our last tip for a successful rebrand would be to not forget about your social media because it's pretty important, as we've said, like, 15 times. Yes. But you actually ended up changing the names of yours, um, which is confusing. But, I mean, you have to do it. Yeah. And it's okay. Um but don't forget them because I've seen some people rebrand like their website and then forget about like their Instagram bio or something like that. And then it's confusing because it's like, oh, I'm a college blogger on Instagram, but on my website, I do this. And then yeah. it's like, okay, which is it? So remember both. Um, they should tie in together a little bit. Yeah. Plus like setting up like a new email for your like, if you change the blog name. Yeah. Then you have to do a new email. You have to do new social media profiles. You have to go back through, and I know on Pinterest I had to re-verify um, oh, yeah, my blog's you you address. Your yeah, and yep. it means I lost all my analytics from like all of my old URLs, so now I can't That's see so how it's doing. Yeah, and it's like I'll see them pop up on my feed all the time or in recommended posts, even though they're they're my own. <sighs> but I can't see the analytics on them. That's so sad. It is. Oh, well, these are just the sacrifices you have to make yeah. when you do a rebrand. That is sad. But it's yeah. these little tiny things that are so easy to forget about when you're, like, doing the big things, like changing your theme, stuff like that. You're like, of course you know how to do that. But once it comes to, like, oh, re-verifying yeah. on Pinterest, these are the small steps that are easy to overlook. But they would really make a big difference if you forgot them. So don't forget them. Yes. You should make one of your posts should be a rebrand checklist. Oh, it needs to be. Like, I'm still, like, on... Not this rebrand, but the one before, which sounds awful that I've had to go through this so many times, (laughs) but it's like, it'd be months later and I would still find something that would have my old blog name on it. Yeah. It's it's definitely hard. 
it's like no matter what, like it could be months and you'll think that you'll have done everything and then you'll just find something out of the blue. You will. Yeah. But I think the biggest things are like those verification processes, your social media profiles, and your about page. Do not forget your about page. Oh my goodness, yeah. And then check it for grammatical errors because I still get emails that are like, I see that you're an English major and you made a typo on here, so can you (laughs) fix that? That's so awkward. So definitely change your about page. And Um, um, your Google Analytics. Yes. Yeah, you're you're struggling with that right now. I am. Yeah, yours aren't I working properly. I can't. Oh, it's so frustrating because I don't know. It's a difference of like several hundred followers, not followers, but pages a day mm-hmm. between Google Analytics and Jetpack. Yeah, so you have to check that yeah. those things work. I had this problem too. I changed my theme and then um, my Google Analytics wasn't set up and I lost a lot of ad revenue. So don't do that. Um, these are the small things that you forget about and you yeah. don't even think to check because you're like, oh, of course this works. But like, does it? Yeah. Probably not. Because a lot of it is like one and done. Like you did it like months before whenever you first yeah, set up your site. You don't think about it. Oh, the same yeah. with like your, your SEO. If you're using Yoast SEO, you're going to need to change some keywords. You're going to have like for your um, meta tag, stuff like that. It's probably going to need to change. Um, and that's it just takes a long time to do. And it, you don't think about it because it's not yeah. something you do all the time. So you're yeah. not like, oh, got to change my meta tags every single day. Like that's not something you do. So you definitely need to consider that. I think someone needs to make a checklist of everything to remember. And I'll do it. <laughs> do, I'll do it. it. Yes. Do it and we'll link to it. Um, <laughs> that would be a good thing to have because yeah. it's these small things. I still find them. Little yeah. things that get, they just fall through the cracks. And you don't think they make a difference until they do. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even realize how big of an impact it can make until yeah, you fix it. like Google Analytics, that is pretty important. I mean, yeah. there are other ways of measuring your website I page thought, views. Like, I legit thought, like, okay, it's just because of the rebrand, I've dropped in my page views a little bit because I changed categories. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at my Jetpack, and it was consistent with what it was before the rebrand. And I'm like, I think something's up here. Because this, yeah. is, this is off way too much. It used to be, like, the difference of, like, a dozen or so page views, and now it's hundreds. And I'm just like... No, something's wrong. Yeah, something's definitely wrong. So, yeah, definitely check those I'm Trying things. to figure it out. Uh, you just have to redo it. Yeah. Um, sometimes you will just have to redo things. That's why it's it's sort of like starting your website over, because you're going to have to reconfigure this. Reconfigure yes. Pinterest. Rewrite this. Like, yeah. it's just a lot of busy work, and it sucks, but it's yeah. worth doing. Like, you need to make sure... A rebrand isn't something you can just do in, like, a day. You no. have to set aside, like, a week or two. Yeah, just at to, least. Like, slowly... Not, like, slowly, like, do one thing at a time, but just, like... Figure it out and yeah. make sure it works. Making yeah. sure it works is the hardest part. Um, but, yeah, that that whole process is a lot more than it sounds. Because at first you're like, oh, a rebrand, I'll just start posting about this, no big deal. But it's not that easy. Yeah. <laughs> and not. you'll realize it's a ton of work once you start. Yeah. I, I accidentally started installing the theme on my site. It was, like, 6 o'clock at night. And I was waiting until I had a day off so I could just spend the entire day doing it. Mm-hmm. But I accidentally disabled my previous theme. Oh, no. And I wasn't sure how to reactivate it. And I didn't want to mess it up. And I was just like, well, I guess I'm doing the, oh, you the new theme now. You can easily reactivate it. I'll show you. Yeah. But, yeah, it takes on even just installing a new theme. Like, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have to fix it. It's going to take some time. It's a lot of work. It is. <sighs> yes. So, to finish up, what is your... What... I can't speak. If you could do one thing from your numerous rebrands differently, what would it be? I have to choose only one thing. Only one <laughs> only thing. Only one thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I think just having a plan... 
because in like my previous rebrand, I just kind of went into it. I was like, okay, I'm rebranding. This is the new rebrand. Yeah. Here you go, guys. I had like, <laughs> I think I did it with like a week or two's like forethought. I was just like, okay, I'll just change the name and everything. Like I didn't really plan anything out. Like it was more of like a soft rebrand. Like I just kind of changed the name. Mm-hmm. And I think I expanded some of the topics. Yeah, I didn't really anything, do anything besides that. But it didn't really give me the opportunity to, to kind of think of, um, like, how I could improve it, how I could make it better, how I should do it so everybody knew what was going on. Yeah. And I think it obviously didn't work out because I had to rebrand it again <laughs> a few months later. Yes. So that is the one thing. I think that's a good message where you're basically just every rebrand should just be a way to make your website better. If it's not going to make your website better, then you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. Because as we've explained, it is a lot of work. And if you're not up for the work, then it's probably not the right time to rebrand. And you might want to consider a soft rebrand or just a redesign. Something like that would be much smaller, less work. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you have to consider, too, like, why are you rebranding? Yeah, that's the big question. Yeah. Which is why we outlined those um, things in the beginning. Like, these are valid reasons to rebrand if none of these really apply to you then you might want to consider something else it's not that you can't just talk about other things sometimes which you totally can without rebranding um just make sure you really have a reason to yeah like if you just want to do like one post about cooking stuff you don't have to completely rebrand to include cooking you do not you can definitely find a way to tie that into what you normally do yeah so keep that in mind yes and where can everyone find you You can find me at www.thisgirlknowsit.com and all my social media profiles are This Girl Knows It. Yes, and she has a four-part series coming out about her rebranding tips and hopefully one of those parts will be a checklist. Yes. So I will try to make a printable for it. Yeah, that would be great. Honestly, I think I need it because now I'm wondering, (laughs) like, what did I forget? Because every time I think of something, I'm like, did I do that? And I'm not sure. So now I need to check, and I think that's a useful tool. So, yeah, I'll link to that. And, yay. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for all the nice reviews. And I will see you all next week. Don't forget to check out my Instagram, SamanthaBility, my blog, SamanthaBility.com, which actually has some new content on it. So that is exciting and unusual. And (laughs) I will see you all next week. Bye.